Hello and welcome to the Buddhas of Passion podcast. And in this episode, we are talking about something extremely, extremely important and fundamental for anyone who is on the journey of creating an amazing life, manifesting incredible things in their life. And that piece was detrimental in my own journey. When I came across this concept, thanks to Tio, back in May or June this year, it was such a game changer. And that is addiction to suffering and how to end it. And before I go deeper into my own journey, I would like you to also introduce it. What, how, how did it even come to your awareness what addiction to suffering is? So this topic has been discussed a lot by uh, in the world of Gurdjieff, who was a mystical teacher from the early 1900s. And he was the one who I, from as far as I know, he introduced the whole concept. It comes, it's rooted from, you know, the teachings of the Buddha who discovered or identified that one of the only common, uh, one of the common experiences for humanity is suffering. That suffering, like, the Buddha declared that suffering is a part of life. And then he came up with a strategy on ending suffering. But what Gurdjieff did was he took it further uh, to help us realize that not only is suffering a part of life, suffering is our greatest possession. And we would give up everything in the world before giving up our suffering. And that is why he termed it addiction to suffering. And this is something that's very easy to test out in our own life. And it's it's an omnipresent reality for humanity that everyone is suffering. And if you give people the recipe to stop suffering, which we will do today, I will do it. I found the recipe. I have applied it. I stopped suffering. It works. It works. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to believe anything. That's the best part. Just apply it. The What you will notice is that having the recipe, you will still choose to keep suffering. That is called the addiction to suffering. And the thing is, we have to understand that it's not you. This is something that's deeply rooted in the human psyche. What is important to understand is that once we get to understand the mechanics of it, it's very easy to overcome it and live in the flip side of it which is the super con what I call the super conscious, what we call the super conscious. And um, it has been called by many different names. Uh, but what is the state defined by? It? Defined by your life is in harmony with the universe. Your life is in harmony with nature, the world. And you experience almost constant peace and bliss and joy. And there is just this life force flowing through you. You are Because you are in alignment, everything becomes effortless. So we will be talking about these topics today. Do you want to share a bit about your journey? Sure. So my journey, when it comes to manifesting incredible things um, and being on the journey of personal development, which started back in February 2018, I've been on this journey for long enough to come to a realization in May and June this year 
that it's a never ending story if you choose to see it that way. And my experience with that was that not only that I was working with multiple coaches and being a part of different programs and studying a lot of materials, uh, as well as being very precise and uh, diligent with my self-inquiry and journaling and um, just taking responsibility for my emotional state and what's actually going on in my inner world. What, I, point, what I would add is that you are very proactive. It's, it's a rare quality in my opinion. Like yes. Most people are very passive in their own development journey. They're waiting for the right teacher to come along or something to happen from the outside. And even if they do, they will do a bit and then they will stop. What I've noticed is that you are very persistent in being proactive. Right. And that is something that I also very much recommend to anyone who wants to live an amazing life to be proactive and to take responsibility. And yet, I still fell into the trap of it's never good enough. I'm never good enough. I always found reasons why not to succeed in whatever endeavor I was embarking myself on. So when it comes to manifesting things, for example, if I had a vision, which I always had, we all have dreams, how we envision our life to be, whether that's an amazing relationship, living on the wild west coast in Portugal, like I did, or um simply being free within yourself and externally when it comes to financial success you have those dreams and you want to manifest that and yet there is a big part of you who is interested in sabotaging yourself and making you feel like you can't make it happen and that was my path as well so despite the fact that I was proactive and taking responsibility and constantly working on myself and studying and deepening my knowledge and deepening my conviction that it is going to happen, at the same time, simultaneously, I was experiencing self-sabotage and doubt and insecurity and fear and discomfort and not wanting to show up and not wanting to be visible and all of these kind of things. So in the last few years, since I started my own coaching business and helping other people in, in their own journeys of course I also came over these fears and insecurities and doubts in a very mental way where I would just force myself to show up I would force myself to do certain things but deep down there was still this element of suffering as if I still haven't reached it I still haven't done enough I still haven't accomplished I still haven't earned it my debt is not paid off yet in order to just feel fulfilled and happy and at peace and have fun and joy and feel like everything is unfolding exactly the way it's supposed to unfold. So only when I read your blog posts back in May and June, it just clicked so much for me. It was like, oh my God, I never came across this teaching that you can actually end your suffering. And it's a matter of decision. At least that's what was my uh experience with that and the takeaway from it is that it's really as simple as taking a decision making a decision a very firm decision drawing a line in the sand and saying i'm not taking this anymore i'm not subscribing to this anymore it's no longer who i am and it's no longer how my reality and my life is going to to go moving forward and that decision has changed everything in my life I think there are three fundamental lines by which people are 
suffering in the spiritual and personal development industry. And the three lines people take is the, the healing, personal development, and learning. And these three go on forever. So learning says earth is a, a school for the soul or for the spirit. Or it's a spiritual school and we come here to learn lessons. And all your suffering is for you to learn something. And so you will always keep justifying your suffering and keep suffering more. With healing, is the same. You keep healing traumas endlessly because if you're human, if you're on this earth, there is an endless availability of traumas and endless availability of pain. So it keeps going on. And the third is personal development, which again is, I have not developed, I have not matured into an adult. I am still incomplete. So always there will be more de development to take place. All of this is fine if it comes from the base that I am complete and I am fulfilled and I am fine the way I am. Then if something comes up here and there, so we still, you know, will come across things in our life which need to be healed, things that we need to learn, things that we need to develop in ourselves. The difference is there is no neediness, there is no suffering, and there is no uh, incompleteness. So we are not doing all of this to fill a void, to do any of that. It's just that, oh, it's just this is the path that life is taking. This is what needs to happen, and we continue. And again, because the base has changed, the answers come from within. They don't, we don't, keep seeking something outside there's not the answers are not outside anymore if we need to heal something we know what we need to heal if we need to learn something there's a lot of wisdom available already and there are so many free resources and if that still doesn't satisfy we can still get something to learn a technical detail here or there or some mindset thing but it's not oh if i don't learn this it's the end of me oh if i don't learn this i cannot go forward the, the attitude we have developed is that we are always going forward. Nothing can stop us. There is nothing holding us back and nothing can stop us. And if something is needs to be completed in, in one way or the other, we will do it. So, Just to interrupt here quickly, I think this is a beautiful way also to capture the Buddhas of passion because in, in its essence, what it means is that you accept yourself and your life and your relationships and your circumstances exactly the way they are. So you are being the Buddha in your Buddhic state because you really enjoy the ebbs and flows and you embrace them with its fullness. And you don't resist anything that like we spoke in the last episode. You don't reject anything you don't reject yourself you don't judge yourself you don't just judge the circumstances and people and whatever is happening in your life or in the world but in fact you are so in alignment with yourself and with the universe and the world as a whole that that's what also brings that passion it squeezes that passion out of you you want it or not it it becomes inevitable that you become passionate about life because it's no longer this ping pong game of preferences and I like that and I don't like that and I like this and I don't like this. What, what becomes your reality is this surrender experiment in a sense. Total acceptance. Total acceptance of the totality of what your life 
has in store for you, which doesn't automatically mean that you don't um, have certain standards and that you don't set boundaries and that you don't uh, let go of certain people or certain habits. But in fact, you have such high standards. And yet, at the same time, you still accept life as is. So, yeah, it's, it's there's acceptance and then you are driven to keep making life better. But again, it's not coming from suffering or being unsatisfied. It's like, I am enjoying what is and I will make it even better and enjoy it even more. So this is what is changing is the base of operation. It's we were operating from the base of neediness, suffering, incompleteness. And we shift the base to peace, bliss, joy, completeness. And we are just in harmony with the reality. So because there is complete alignment, you are not in resistance to reality. Everything becomes effortless and everything just starts falling into place automatically. It's like you are pretty much, you know, like watching it like a movie that's playing out. And while you're still doing things, one part of you is always like, wow, this is such an incredible movie. Like, is this my life? This was one of the things you kept saying in the last week. Like, this is my life. Wow, I can't believe it. And I have been living this way for years. So for me, it's just this. And is the thing my... is, you don't have to show it off to the world and put it on Instagram and like, I don't need to take selfies all the time in order to show how amazing my life is because I know how amazing my life is. It's just... Every single day I wake up in the morning I'm, and I'm in awe of my life, of my relationship, of my family, of where I live, how I live, what I do for a living, how I support people, how how we bring our, our wisdom into the world. And it's just, you don't have to convince anyone. It's just like, I just love my life. It's amazing. Like, it's just, oh. <laughs> and one more myth that I want to break is that, you know, super consciousness and enlightenment and the buddha's way and all of this is meant to be lived outside of society or as a rejection of the world like this is something i am very passionate about breaking as a myth because what we are doing is putting super consciousness into action we are not rejecting the world we are not rejecting society we are not separate from society we are completely embedded we are completely living as humans but we are living divine lives as humans we are not living the standard robotic life the automatic life just doing things without any consciousness so we bring not just consciousness we bring the super conscious state to living and that happens when you break the addiction to suffering so so how what are the mechanics how does it work the the buddha said that suffering happens because of desire and ignorance i disagree with that my understanding is that suffering happens when you resist pain when you resist discomfort desire has nothing wrong with it inherently what is the problem with desire is that if you are disappointed then you suffer so one way is that if I don't desire anything, I will never be disappointed, so I will never suffer. Okay, that's one way to go about it. So you, you seize all desires, you stop suffering. But then you create different type of suffering because you feel like your potential is not fulfilled. You just, 
or you're just not living a human life. It's like you're killing your soul. Your soul want your soul has come here to live. Your soul has come here to experience human life. And that means it's come here to experience all of it, including pain. And if you deny that experience, if you reject that experience, then you start creating suffering because again, you go into opposition of life. Life is giving you pain. Experience it. But don't go looking for it. This is also the addiction to suffering because, oh, the world is broken. Let me suffer because the world is broken. Let me suffer because of all of these problems that are there in the world. Let me keep looking for an excuse to keep suffering. So we are not looking for pain and suffering, nor are we resisting it when it comes very naturally as part of life. So like you said earlier, I'm proactive in finding solutions. I'm not proactive in searching for what's the problem in the world. And this is the key difference. Yeah, and this was my issue earlier, which I had to break myself was that I was in the healing trap. So I was constantly looking for a problem in my life. If I am not having something, it's because something is broken. Not because I have not created it. It's because something is broken. So here we are here to create life. We are here to create what we want, to manifest it. If you keep making the excuse, I don't have what I want because I'm broken, or I don't have what I want because I'm not developed enough, or I don't have what I want because I'm not good enough, all of this is nonsense. These are just beliefs. These are illusions. But in reality, you don't have what you want because you've just not created it. And perhaps you've not created it because you're not in alignment with your soul. And when you're in alignment with your soul, you'll just be flowing with inspiration and passion and it will get created automatically. So that's really all you need to do is stop resisting life. Stop resisting what wants to come through you. Ways in that ways in which that can happen is that you are following the rules that the world has given you. You're doing what you're supposed to do. You're doing what you're expected to do, what you should do. Instead of doing what you feel like doing really, you keep following all of these nonsense rules. And the moment you, you break out of all of that and you just allow this pure inspiration and passion that's coming from your soul to pour through you, You'd live a magnificent life and there is no more suffering because whatever comes as part of that, you allow it. What is the problem really in feeling pain? Even if it's some pain or a lot of pain, it's momentary. It's not the end of the world. If you stop it, if you block it and you resist it and you say, I don't want this pain, that is when it becomes permanent. That is when it keeps repeating and it turns into suffering. I think what people fall into as a trap is that they feel like if they will feel pain, then that fade will pain will not fade away. And that there's this attachment or this illusion that once you allow pain to come through you, then you will be stuck in pain. But that cannot be further from the truth because when you let pain go through you, then it goes through you. It it and actually joy, is on your the other, joy comes on the other side naturally. Exactly. So it's literally a natural cycle. But on the other hand, when you resist it and block it, and that can also be in answering your soul's calling. Your soul is telling you, be a musician. And you say, no, I will go and be a programmer. You will suffer because you're feeling deep pain. You're, you're feeling pain at the level of your soul. 
your soul really wants to do something and you keep denying it. Your soul wants to have an experience. Your soul wants to love and you have said, no, I will be a single person for the rest of my life because I experienced pain in my past relationships. Okay, like that pain is ju you're just carrying it forward. Allow it to pass through and love and feel the pain again. Love and feel pain. It's, it, it's okay. It's worth feeling pain for love. So let's bring some examples of how that pain can show up because if you feel like you want to be an artist or a musician, but you choose to be a programmer, for example, how that pain can show up is through um, anger or through resentment towards your parents or through frustration um, against the world, against the system, whatever that is. If you feel like, pain because somebody didn't see you and now you feel you are stuck in your relationships and you are not able to attract someone worthy of your love and deserving of your love then perhaps it's going to be sadness is going to be again some kind of feeling of rejection and fear of rejection things like that so when it comes to pain that is the core deep down but that pain that core is usually covered in in other feelings which are so to say negative or bad feelings but that is just a surface level usually that's just an excuse again to cover it all up and to shove it under the rug as if there is no deeper root cause and the root cause is usually like you said related to what your soul actually desires and you know there are other types of pain like failure and and rejecting or resisting failure a lot of people don't start what they want because they're too afraid to fail or to make a mistake so they're always in this perfection when everything will be perfect outside then i will do it and in that is tremendous suffering because you'll just keep waiting for the perfect moment which will never come it's always now it's never going to be perfect just start now whatever you want we are even we have created a program which is a 21 days to make it happen which is, we are calling it the wormhole. You go into it, fully committed to make it happen, no matter what. And one of the lessons in the wormhole is that failure, there is space for failure because we enter into what we call, call quantum impossibility, which means that there is literally no reality in which what you want will not happen. Every single reality, it will happen the only difference is that in some realities, you may have to go through pain. You may have to go through failure. The result is still on the other side of this. And the more you resist, the more you will suffer in order to get there. So will you choose more suffering or will you choose less suffering? Or no suffering. Or like, no suffering. So, so what is no suffering is no resistance. The moment you stop resisting, there is no suffering. More. Pain is not suffering. The two are different understand this it's a very important concept pain is pain suffering is resistance to pain and the moment you drop resistance the pain passes very quickly a lot of the times the pain doesn't even come because the pain was just a mental idea it was a concept that oh i will feel pain if this happens i was just speaking yesterday with someone who was, who said that you know when his parents died he thought he's, he was going to or he was supposed to go through this whole grief 
and he was just happy for the lives that his parents had lived and it was just a celebration and there was actually no pain at all and I have experienced this also with dogs like I love them tremendously more than humans many humans and when they died there was no pain it was just like yeah they died and if some sadness comes later it's not out of anything but the happiness that was experienced like wow I just missed that happiness for some time, I allow yeah. myself to feel it and it passes again. So it's really just to understand that if you if you give this command to yourself that I want to feel it all, I feel it all. This is very key. It's another thing that came up in this conversation. Stop saying what you want to do. Do it. If you want to appreciate life more, appreciate life more. You want to feel more, feel more. Stop saying what you want to do. Feel more. Allow pain. Don't say, I want to allow pain. I want to stop suffering. You want to stop suffering? Stop suffering. <laughs> that was our last stop episode. Stop choosing suffering. That was our last episode of Shut Up and Show Up. Stop telling us what you want to do. Do it and be that person. Another thing that you just brought up was attachment. And that is something that a lot of people uh, fall into simply because they're too attached to things to people to relationships and when someone passes mostly to stories away mostly, to stories mostly people are attached to stories right so i lost my mom for example when she was 47 i was 23 and she passed away it was a tough thing to happen but really i accepted it and that's what it means when you are not attached to a reality the way you envisioned it to be, but you let life also surprise you. There will always be surprises in life. There will always be things that are unexpected. And that is something to really embrace because like the fact that you didn't even suffer for a moment when your dogs passed away, it's the same thing. You know that the dogs don't live forever. They live, what, 8, 10, 12, 15 years maybe. So you know that you are going to lose them at some point. So even though it's an amazing experience while they're on this planet, then once they pass away, then you need to accept that and you need to accept the new reality. So those are just examples about relationships and losing people, but also it's the same applies when it comes to anything in life, really. And what we often see is people who are extremely successful financially but their soul is screaming at them that they want to do something different. It's time for them to ignite and infuse their life and business and whatever it is that they're doing with something that is coming from deep within. Why are they not choosing it? More often than not, because they're attached to what that good life has for them, whether that's comfort. I had many clients like this, people who are very well off when it comes to financial possessions, but they were too attached to those financial possessions and that seeming comfort as if, if they choose a different path, a different reality, they're about to lose that comfort, which doesn't have to be the case either. It's just a matter of, are you willing to do what is uncomfortable to break away into something much more exciting, much more fulfilling, even if maybe you will lose something maybe you will lose some of the possessions maybe you will lose some of the relationships or friendships or whatever that is are you willing to go through that wormhole no matter what because your soul's journey is more important than anything else yeah 
and you know again coming back to attachment and the addiction to suffering it's really like it's not desire that is the problem it's the attachment to desire so if you have a desire you attempt to fulfill it or you have an expectation you you expect something to happen it doesn't happen you can let that attachment go in instantly not even in a second i was about to say in a second but you can let it go instantly and there will be no suffering because you realize it was just an expectation and expectations are mostly not meant and it's okay i let it go and it's, i just embrace what reality has given me sometimes it happens that i expect a role and then i get a bouquet of lily but i wanted a rose so i will sit and suffer because i did not get my one rose i got a hundred lilies oh my god my life is terrible so <laughs> this is this is the attitude a lot of people have is because they are so attached to what they want they are so attached to what they expect that they don't see how the universe is giving them so much more what happens is that they usually that so much more comes right after releasing the attachment when you realize that oh this failure this mistake this problem this breakup this whatever it is actually has made way for something that is a hundred lilies instead of that one rose and you can make that instant that's the point here is that the addiction to suffering is just about prolonging the inevitable which means you cannot escape pain you will feel pain at some point or the other we my experience tells me that death is also not an escape the soul carries on and the soul continues to suffer so a lot of people think oh i will wait till death i will just hold on to all my pain and not feel it and suppress it till i die and then i will be free in my opinion you won't and is it really worth suffering for 60 40 20 even one year just not to feel pain you can feel it and it can pass very quickly the most difficult pain i have worked with over a thousand people in the retreat center where i was working coming with all kinds of pain all kinds of abuse including the most horrifying things that you can imagine they have moved through that and if they can move through that you can move through anything really really like this was my biggest lesson witnessing all of these people because i did not experience something as horrible as them and when i saw them moving through that pain i was like wow if they can go through let's say mutilation which was the most horrifying thing in my experience if they can go through that and they can pass through that and they can come out on the other side and just feel that and still be joyful and happy i i really can't feel any pain i have the power this is what we want to come out into is power and that when we connect to that power which is really infinite within us we have an infinite capacity to to go through anything that is the human spirit is infinitely resilient and when you tap into that life becomes magical it becomes so 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 magical is just pure joy and there is real peace it's not an illusion we are not selling you anything this is you can verify it 
right? Just trying it out. Just feel the pain and you will see what's on the other side. It's just pain. So two things that came to my mind. One is it reminded me of how impatience is often the kind of thing that people trip over. And when you say, you know, if something didn't happen, so instead of roses, you got lilies, um, or maybe you, maybe the thing that you really desire has a delay. And basically, instead of it happening now or within a year, maybe you need to wait for it for 10 years, for example. Okay, well, is that a reason for you to suffer and make yourself feel like shit? No, it isn't. You would rather choose to feel amazing anyway. That's the whole idea. And the other thing that I wanted to point out, and it's something that also came through me today in, in a meditation, was that when you penetrate through that pain, through the suffering, through the healing, through the inner child, through the everything, then there is always power. So you can always go straight to power, in my opinion. It doesn't automatically mean that you should bypass and skip whatever needs to be addressed, but you always have that choice. You always have access to the inner power where joy, love, patience, infinite patience all live. So whether you will choose to go the, again, the harder way, the longer way, the impatient way, or you will pierce through and be like, okay, I have the power to choose how I want to live my life right now and how to feel and what to create and how to respond to life and respond to circumstances. How empowering is that to have that choice? What I will add is that you can actually bypass a lot of things. I even wrote a post on my blog called Spiritual Bypassing Done the Right Way because I'm very well aware of spiritual bypassing and what that means and that means you know like ignoring or skipping over the lessons that you need to learn and that's the whole point is and toxic positivity toxic and positivity that. is that if, if you stop looking at earth as a school and that everything is a lesson and i need to suffer and you just really detach from your stories then it's really instantaneous you can bypass a lot of shit so like you said, you cannot bypass the pain that is there. You cannot bypass the pain that's coming. But you can bypass all the stories you have about all of that. And there, things move very quickly. So, you, this is why, why the article is titled Spiritual Bypassing Done the Right Way. Is that there is, there is a way to bypass things that are unnecessary. And this is what a lot of people keep indulging in the whole spiritual personal development industry and the healing industry is that you are forced to face completely unnecessary things because the healer or the guru or the teacher decided that this is your problem. This is what you need to go through. This is what you need to experience. And sometimes it may sound very logical and it's very convincing and it's like, oh, this is my problem. If I just master this, if I just feel worthy enough, if I just do this one ritual, everything will be resolved. You know what? We have bypassed all of that nonsense. We are not people who do rituals. We have faced a lot of pain. I have done a lot of healing in my life. It never got me the, the results I got when I let the stories go about the healing. The, the Buddha 
said something about right vision or right seeing. Right seeing is about dropping all the stories that are illusions. When you do that, the suffering passes. The suffering doesn't exist anymore because all the suffering comes from illusion and ignorance. So drop that and see the magic that happens. So I personally feel like it's quite a saturated topic by now. Is there anything you want to add? I would suggest listening to this maybe a few times for it, things to sink in because these are very deep topics. They have many layers and sometimes, you know, in, in re-watching or re-listening, deeper things may get unlocked. The, the final point I will say is that you are complete. You are divine exactly the way you are. Understand this. Everything you are is divine, including your ego, including your shadow, all your desires, all your faults, all your problems, all your neediness, everything is divine. What that means is that there is, it has its place. Everything that's happening in the world has its place. And if we just drop our stories that this is good, this is bad, this is right, this is wrong. If you just drop all of that, you realize you are divine just the way you are. And there is beauty in it. And then any change that is coming is happening naturally. Nature keeps changing. Nature keeps evolving, keeps growing. But it's not, nature doesn't feel, oh, I there is something really wrong with me. I should change. Nature doesn't have these ridiculous notions, but still it keeps changing. So allow yourself to realize you are as divine as nature. You are nature. So you are divine. Beautiful.